You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Stacey Aronson, Marketing Director at Chowley. Stacey, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So tell us about a memorable marketing moment from your career, something that's really stuck with you. I have a lot of memorable moments. There's a few that kind of are sticking out to me right now. One of them is even prior to to working in marketing as the um, hospitality marketing director or here at Chowley. And actually, I worked at Lululemon, so in retail. And just starting like understanding the fabrics and really connecting people to the products that they don't even know that they need, like coming and looking for running gear and being able to explain why this is the best product for them. That's probably like the first memorable moment I really felt. Mm -hmm. And then also when I did work at the hospitality company, we got to open a few new venues. So really just starting from the beginning and seeing every single process that goes into that from the name to the colors, to the menus, the design, like I just love all encompassing strategies Mm -hmm. that I Mm -hmm. can see come to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool to be involved in in every kind of every part of it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay, very cool. So now, when we spoke, oh, before we jump in, Chowley, what's Chowley all about? Yeah, so Chowley is a restaurant technology company. We focus on POS integration. So we we connect the the DoorDash, Grubhubs of the world, Uber Eats to the restaurant's point of sale system. So instead of confirming and typing in every order, we actually just send it directly to the kitchen. Okay, very cool. So now does that affect, is that just mainly for Grubhub, like people ordering food? Or, or is it also like if you just go to a restaurant and sit down, does that affect how you order or pay for the meal? So right now it's only through delivery and pickup via the platforms, like the Uh third-party marketplaces. But I think that it might get into that because now you're starting to see those apps, you know, at the teller, instead of going in and typing in the order to get the receipt, you just give someone a tablet and they sign it right there. So I think that's probably going to start getting into that pretty quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems inevitable, right? I kind of hope it does. I mean, the last time I went out to a restaurant, just you know, a few nights ago, it was the whole same old rigmarole. You know, you finish dinner, they bring you the thing, you have to give them your credit card, that you know, you have to sign it. I'm like, what are what are we doing? This is the digital age. Why am I still signing a slip of paper and like multiple slips of paper? I'm always like, wait, which one is? Am I supposed to take this? I don't know. You know, time to disrupt yeah. it. Let's do yes. it. Yes. <laughs> the restaurant industry actually had been very stagnant for a very long time. And then with COVID, there's just been a boom because, you know, delivery is what people relied on. So it's it's interesting to see the vast change, you know, that's happening, especially since many restaurants closed during the pandemic and a lot of new ones are opening. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, generally a a younger population that's been opening new restaurants. I actually saw the other day that the majority of restaurant owners right now are in like the 18 to 36 Mm. range, which is probably more, you know, closer to 25 to 36, but that's the the highest range in restaurant owners now. So Mm. you're seeing a lot of the technology uptick with the younger people as they're coming in. Interesting. 
Okay, good to know. All right, now we spoke a little bit ago, and you described Chowley as B to B to C. So, what does that mean? So, when I was describing it to you, we were sort of talking about you know who we're marketing to, and to me, I look at it as we're marketing to the restaurant for their customers. So mm-hmm. we want we want their customers to have a better delivery experience all around. And we do that by supplementing the restaurant with the technology. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah, no, it does. And I mean, I guess that it, it in, in other words, you're marketing to companies whose customers are consumers, right? Like, like DoorDash. Yes. So in order to effectively market to your customers, you have to demonstrate through your marketing that you understand what they're all about including who their customers are and how to engage them and so on. Does that sound right? Yep, that's exactly it. Okay. So how do you do that? Well. (laughs) In five words or less. It's a great question. In five (laughs) words or less, I mean, really just understanding them. So I Mm -hmm. worked in the hospitality industry, so I have a little sense of that, but there's, it's such like a vast population now of so Mm -hmm. many different restaurant types and people. And I just try and resonate with the restaurant's customers and understand who, I guess, like understand the customer experience that they're trying to provide Mm -hmm. and showing them why they should, you know, why this will help them provide that. Mm -hmm. And it makes it easier for them and, you know, like employee happiness and all of these different areas that are helpful beyond just, you know, automating. Mm -hmm. So give me an example. You're, you're, give me an example first of like, you know, who a typical persona is you're reaching out to and like, what do you know about them? And what do you know about what's going to engage them and get their interest? That is a great question. So we actually have a few different segments that we focus on. So we have SMB, which is, you know, small, medium sized businesses, and they're going to be like the one to, you know, 10 to 14 location. And then we've got mid-market, which is, you know, the franchises of the world and sort of between that and enterprise, which is 500 plus, which is our last, you know, segment that we focus on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so let's p- maybe pick one of those. Okay. Like, you know, at a given account, someone, you know, like, all right, sales is neat is telling us we need, we, we need to talk to these people. So how do how do you help make that happen? You know, for for a given buyer, a given purchaser, what do you know about them that's going to engage them? Let's say through your the content that you're putting out there. Yeah, so I actually that's a great question because I do focus very differently on each segment. Mm-hmm. So in the SMB category, that's our bread and butter. That's kind of what we're known for, and just talking directly to someone who I know will be either the owner of a small, you know, restaurant group or a general manager of one location, just understanding that's probably going to be that category. Mm -hmm. Mostly those two occasionally we'll talk to other people, but I would say generally, you know, like a general manager or an owner. And then when you're looking at, you know, enterprise, for example, the difference would be you're looking at, you know, the corporate, company of these larger brands. So I could yeah. be talking to, you know, someone in marketing or reaching out to like the voice of someone in IT or finance. So it's it's very different, but there's a unique set of 
I guess, people that you would reach out to in those scenarios. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now one piece of content on your guys' blog that really caught my eye is an article and it's about restaurant as a service, RAS. So let's talk about that a little bit, just as one example. So first of all, who is the audience for that particular article? Yeah, so that article was actually written during more of the heart of the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. restaurant as a service is essentially a virtual restaurant. So it's a brand that serves exclusively through a digital storefront in the back of a brick and mortar. So they use their kitchen to to provide delivery only brands. So who like that piece of content who who is it aimed at? Who's the audience for it? So the this specific piece of content is aimed towards probably a smaller restaurant group in the industry that's looking to create an all-day kitchen essentially mm-hmm. to to supplement their income. Maybe they have you know, less busy, you know, set of hours from 3 to 6 p.m. And they just want to focus on this certain brand. So it doesn't cost anything really overhead. The only difference is the ingredients. But other than that, you already have a kitchen, you already have staff. You know, if you need an extra, let's say, 30 orders a day, that's a great way to provide that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We actually also just started partnering with a company called C3. And so they're a brand of, or a portfolio of brands, basically, that we can offer to customers that have a kitchen readily available for them to use. And so like Umami Burger, for example, or Crispy Rice, the sushi takeout uh, Mm -hmm. delivery brand, those are just a couple of their concepts. And basically we provide through our partnership, those brands for them to do. We provide the marketing. C3 does the marketing and uh, brand recognition, and they provide all the ingredients. And we connect them to the the technology aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. So, so, yeah. so this article is aimed at, as you described, brands, restaurants that might see value in in growing revenue through this other through this kind of other stream. And, and so was the what was the purpose what do you hope that readers get out of this article is it more to educate them on the concept is it more of a how to it's a little bit of both so it's just really showing you know people of the restaurant industry that there's this new concept that can make them more money essentially but also mm-hmm. just provide them with a new a new concept but really supplementing their income, especially during a time where, you know, dining has been declining. It's sort of picking up again, but with the unknown, delivery has really just been a huge boom. So this is another opportunity just to to make more money doing what you're already doing and supplementing mm-hmm. your income. Yeah. Now, restaurants as a service, is that a concept that you guys came up with or is that something that's sort of out there in the restaurant industry that you're picking up on? That's out there. We actually were the first to really bring it to the table as a discussion. Our CEO, Sterling Douglas, actually, you know, gave a speech and just mentioned how there's, you know, at least 100,000 of these brands at the time when he wrote this article. And, you know, that was a huge thing because a lot of people didn't know about it. So now looking into it, it sort of became, you know, bigger and bigger. And we were 
one of the first, I would say, technology companies to really bring that the brand portfolio in and combine mm-hmm. it with technology. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's an interesting and potentially it sounds like a, a really useful strategy to kind of introduce a concept, right, from a thought leadership perspective. So how... How well has that kind of caught on, do you think? Either that particular article or that concept of restaurant as a service, how well has that caught on amongst your audience and, and how how does it benefit you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I think you're you're starting to see it pop up everywhere. I see so many kitchens now. I live in Chicago, so just I'll drive by like a Kitchen United, you know, hub, which is just mm-hmm. a place that you can rent out kitchens and use it for delivery only brands. And so you're seeing them kind of pop up everywhere. But if you're in the restaurant industry and you're looking, you know, for innovative technology and just in general looking to innovate and, you know, create a better brand for yourself, it's it's definitely part of the conversation now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that, that seems valuable for you guys as one of the, maybe not the originator of the concept, but as one of the first, as you said, to kind of put it out there as as a discussion. Yeah, we're definitely, since we're able to provide the technology for that, and also we just like to provide information for our customers. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we want them to be as successful as they can be. And this is such a great opportunity for them to, to easily do, you know, it's, they don't really have to put that much effort into it outside of just, you know, making the food and providing the customer experience. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. So a lot of great stuff there. Just a couple quick questions to wrap up. What's your main focus in Q2? Well, okay. So main focus in Q2, we have a a bunch of things going on behind the scenes. So I'm going to say TBD on a few different things, but really just, you know, refreshing what we already have. So Mm -hmm. providing, you know, an even better product and an even better voice and image and all of these things really just finding a way to do it better. Okay. So improving constantly, always good to do. What are the top three KPIs that your boss pays attention to? A big focus for us is growth. So we do look at like lead generation and where traffic is coming from, but we are sort of in the process of, of changing a few of those numbers that we're looking at. And then looking out a little longer, what do you and your team hope to accomplish this year? So looking a little bit more into the long term is going to be similar to our Q2 goal. And basically Mm -hmm. that's a stretched out version. So improving the product, breaking into, you know, a category with basically like a one-stop shop for your restaurant technology. So we want to be the hub for the restaurant. We connect to the point of sale and we basically connect that to everything that they would need. So okay. just providing that like all in all technology solution and really refining um, what we have and growing, you know, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Get it. hundred percent. Well, sounds like you guys have a lot of really cool stuff going on. A uh, lot of opportunity in the restaurant industry. So thank you for sharing all that. Uh, Stacy. really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Yeah, it was really, it was really great talking to you. Thank you for having me. 
That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.